from a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. Hello, everybody. And welcome to Legends Look Back, a show brought to you by, you guessed it, Utini.com. This is the Star Wars Books podcast for people who drink Tang, where we talk about all things Star Wars Legends, celebrating our rich EU history, as well as diving into lesser-known Star Wars classics. I'm your host. It's right there, over there, right? Jared Mays, and today I'm joined by the Vima to my Boda, Freddie C. What's up, Freddie? <laughs> hey, man, I just I was just looking at the show notes as you said that, and I was like, he's going to say it. He's going to actually say that. The Vima to my Boda. <laughs> to Boda. Tim, our other guest on the show tonight uh, watched me in the pre-show try to come up with something to put there because I realized I hadn't updated it yet, and I was like, yeah, the Vima to my Boda. Well, I accidentally and, deleted um, everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, we won't have to talk about that. Uh, glad to have you here with us, as always. You got a you got a fresh cut there, Freddie, don't you? Yeah, you could say that. It's pretty fresh. Looking sharp. Looking <laughs> sharp. Absolutely. Got to get that summer cut for California. Hot girl summer. Is it always summer in California? Um, no. I mean, it. It's like it, usually like in the winter time. It's like between forty to sixty, and then when summer hits, then it gets into like the eighties. Yeah. Man, that's excellent. Awesome. You know who else is excellent and awesome? Meg, she is, of course, the Jabba of our crime syndicate that we've got going on over here at Legends Look Back. How are you, my friend? So good. So happy to be here doing this thing with all of you as always. Hello, everyone in the chat. Hope you're doing great. <laughs> the, Meg's grunted, I hope you're doing great, is seriously a 2021 mood, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> I almost man. believe it. <laughs> you almost believe it. Glad to have you here. And you heard him at the top of the show. You heard him right there. And that is, we are joined tonight by the Wado of Utini. And not because he has a snout or wings, but because he loves the money. And that is our friend Taco Timothy. How are you, Timothy? The taco himself. What is up? I'm good. Yes, the Wado of Utini. I'm also the uh, the Dark sequel guy, I think. I was here for Dark Force Rising, and now you've got me back for Dark Empire 2. So <laughs> I'm waiting on the next Dark book <laughs> to come back. We got Dark Saber. And Ooh. the funny thing about that is that's actually book two of a trilogy. <laughs> Perfect. Sign me up. Lock it Put in me now. on the calendar, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> hope you're not busy in six months because we'll have a two-part round table on it maybe <laughs> i love I'm, it i'm here for it you just tell me when excellent are there any other book twos in a legends trilogy that start with the word dark this is mm. such weird trivia did not know i'd have to be doing tonight dark saber and then simultaneously all four of us turn around <laughs> to look at our bookshelves yeah <laughs> that's great We'll find it. Uh, we we are, of course, tonight going to be talking about Dark Empire 2. Well, we'll touch a little bit on some other things. Uh, ultimately, we had done a Dark Empire roundtable for the original Dark Empire. It was just about a year ago, Freddie. Um, that is, the pandemic had hit. It had hit hard. And we were like, how do we even try to do a stupid podcast right now? And we were like, all right, let's just go back to something that we love. And I was like, all right, Dark Empire, it's going to take zero effort on my part. I can just turn on the show and talk about it. And um, I'd like to think that that was great. It was, of course, behind the Patreon paywall. It is now available for all to listen to. And I'm more than excited for everybody to get a, to get a chance to listen to that. Um, you can be just like our good buddy, The Spice Den. 
Jacob. Now we know his name. It's not as much fun. I mean, it is more fun because we know him better, but the mystery is gone. The mystery is gone, Jacob. The mystery is gone. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's a little of, bit sad. Of course, Jacob did something amazing today. Yesterday on the Cosmic Forest, once again, plug for that show. It was a lot of fun last night. I joked that if you had never read Dark Empire, you still had time. You had 24 hours Ooh. to read all, all of the episodes. <laughs> I read all of the issues of, um, to read all the, all 12 issues of what? Dark Empire and then Imp Dark Empire 2 in advance for tonight's show. And Jacob freaking did it. He did it. He read all two. Okay. Well, he's, on, he's on Dark, I don't know, Dark Nest book two. Okay. Well, that's a different thing. He was answering an earlier question. Anyway, Jacob, did you do it? Did you make it all the way through Dark Empire 2? I know you read all of Dark Empire. Shout out to Jacob for being a champ and plowing through some great legends stuff. So excited about that. So excited about that. Before we get into the meat of the episode, though, I want to, uh, everybody get a chance to show off some recent acquisitions. Show us your merch. We, of course, just recently had a week off, kind of. We recorded it uh, Saturday and a half ago. Saturday and a half? There's, that's not a real thing. <laughs> we recorded it the sat two Saturdays ago and uh, played it last Thursday. Time is nebulous. It's just a construct. Anyway, it's been a while. You guys got anything new to show off? Yeah. Well, let's start with you, Timothy, our esteemed guest. Any any new merch? Any Star Wars stuff? You just moved. You're a minimalist. I do not. <laughs> yeah, super minimalist. Cheryl pointed out my mid-mod uh, credenza behind me, uh, so it's got nothing in it, really. I love it's I love sad. that uh, you do have, honestly, <laughs> you've got some new merch to show off. You've got a new acquisition. you got a new house. you got a new place to live. <laughs> yes, a new house, and then a, a Jose one one time only That's Conjure cool. Book Club T-shirt. So we we gotta get Very this good. into the pipeline. So yeah, I think you that's get the about shirt. It. There's something. Um, Meg, how about you? Any new any new legend stuff? Uh, it doesn't have to be legend stuff. I'd like it if it was legend stuff. I in in our new segment, we haven't given the name of this. In case you missed oh, it, no. we're renaming this segment. Maybe, probably. <laughs> it's not official Are yet. You sure? I like it. Let me know. Do you like this title? Fracken's Thrift Store. Meg doesn't like it. <laughs> she secretly does. Meg, do you have anything new to show off? Well, I mean, you technically already talked about it, but I have a bunch of new comics. See? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got them. Yeah. Cool. They're great. There's, uh, I've never read this one. Uh, Skywalker. And... Oh, it's so good. Oh, this is a good one. Yes. I'm excited. It's good. Legend lost. Well, don't you worry, Meg. I accidentally bought duplicates of some of the stuff that i just sent to you so somebody is gonna be getting some <laughs> some giveaways pretty pretty soon maybe the cosmic force can give these away and i'll mail them out <laughs> meg i'll have you know i got yelled at for wearing a mask while going into the post office what? to mail those to you for wearing one i oh, oh, don't get me started Freddie, how about you you're back you survived <laughs> the earthquake a little minor earthquake <laughs> You got anything new to show off? I do. Don't knock your camera over, I please, do. my friend. <gasps> oh, you got it. Look at it. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. I saw the Instagram video, and I already forgot. I got a surprise twice over. For those who are listening on audio, Freddie is... Freddie, tell them what you're showing off. So this is a an Obi-Wan six-scale sideshow statuette, as they wow. say. And it is a hybrid between... Uh, Ewan McGregor and uh, Sir Alec Guinness's face, uh, kind of that in-between moment when when Obi Wan was still chilling in Tatooine, but Luke was still not quite old enough yet. So that's what we got there, and you can see he's got his uh, he's got his uh, what side are we looking at here? All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the, the uh, 
backpack with his his you can't carry yoda in that backpack <laughs> no. but it does have some other cool things clone wars armor uh i mean it, there's a lot of stuff in here he's got his he's got a uh, numerous lightsabers uh tuscan what is it a uh, uh i forget the name of it gaffy stick gaffy Gadurfy? stick Gadurfy, it's one of those things one that of those. has multiple names yeah so anyway there's that this is my thracken uh, charles is going to hunt you down and kill you for it you know that <laughs> <No>. right <laughs> Yeah, if if the team ever stays with you at celebration, it's gonna be gone. Charles is gonna have to stay elsewhere. <laughs> you have to put <laughs> put that hands thing, down. I know who took it. Put that thing in a gun safe, man. <laughs> yeah, um, that is. I described it to you, Freddie, and I'm gonna stand by this. I've had like a week and a half to think about it. I am gonna say that is the single most beautiful piece of Star Wars collectible merchandise ever made. Yeah. I'd agree. This, Do you think that's true? I, I'd agree with it, uh, mainly because I feel like it captures a lot of the Legends vibe still. Like we, it, it's good timing too because we haven't seen anything, right? Uh, what what this new Obi Wan or this Kenobi uh, thing's going to be about? And you've got an insert here from from the back. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. We got to get that thing signed by Sir Alec Guinness and you and McGregor. Then it'll be collectible. That's going to be. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Would oh, be. he's out of the box. Oh yeah, we're this, gonna see him in the flesh. He's this, is, uh, this is not gonna go in the. Uh, it oh does not gosh. stay in the box, guys. This is coming out. This is too beautiful. This is way too beautiful. Oh man, that is great, man. I oh. I thought I had the cool stuff to show off this week, but I do not. I mean, that is you went up to me. Show's over, guys. See you later. Thanks for listening to this episode. No, okay, all right. I've Charles got some outside. Stuff, Hold on. Got some stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got some things. All right, on the way to the airport, I was going on a little birthday adventure with my brother this past weekend you can kind of see him looking at me here on the way to the airport wow he fell um <laughs> we're dropping all the collectibles <laughs> i don't legends look back on the way to the airport i was telling my wife about some of the things i was hoping to find as my brother and i went to some different collectible stores we we're gonna go to some vintage stocks vintages stock you guys ever been a vintage stock uh, we're going to go to some uh, used bookstores. I had a handful of places on my list on our brother road trip. And I was telling her the number one thing I would like to find. Obviously, I've got my Star Wars books list, the things I'm searching for. But I would really love to find those episode one cup toppers. And the last stop out of the places that we went to on my trip, masked, of course, lots of hand sanitizer in the car. The very, the very last stop, I saw on my way out the door, a handful of episode one cup toppers, including, I like to call him newspaper boy Watto, because he's like, it looks like he's chunking the newspaper off the back of the bicycle, doesn't he? Anyway, this thing came in the biggest bag, and I unbagged them, I did. They're some of my favorite Star Wars collectibles ever. I got Watto, I got Sebulba! All right, how was that? At least like a six out of ten. Any impressions? Yeah, and ready to race him and insult him in <laughs> some wonderful ten-year-old vocabulary Slimo. and hutties is Slimo. <laughs> we got it's Skywalker, Pod Racer Anakin, and I like to put his hands up and then make him do a dance party. What a great episode we're having so far. I can't believe the things are coming out of my mouth. Got a couple of other gems I'm very excited about. This one's fun. The Star Wars phrase book and travel guide. Um, <laughs> my brother loved it that I was speaking Hatese to him all weekend because there's some some basic Hatese phrases you can learn here. Uh, see if I can. All right, here's one. Wanta da ra. There's one. That means, why haven't you paid me? <laughs> a lot of fun there. And one of my favorites that I found 
this was actually a gift from my brother-in-law. I have never seen this book in my entire life. This is this maroon and gold paperback of Return of the Jedi by James Caan. It, if you can't tell over the live stream, it actually has like raised ridges That's like on the title. Ooh. I have never seen this thing. It's got the special edition logo on the front, which is super gorgeous, regardless of what you think. I mean, they're the superior versions of the films and Cheryl will agree, especially because Greedo shot first in them. Um, it is really, really beautiful for this red and gold. And I want to have the original trilogy novelizations on my paperback shelves back there. And now it is finally complete finally the last thing i picked up that i want to show off i got some single issues of you guessed it dark empire and dark empire 2 that i want to show off as we get into the show tonight i found in the single issues in a comic book store i got dark empire number one very proud of that one dark empire number two Freddie, you want to guess what number what, what my third comic is I'm about to show off? Uh, I would say number three, but that almost seems too easy. Go ahead. That's right, Dark Empire <laughs> number three. With I like to call him Spectral Luke. He's looking, looking quite ghostly there. I don't have four or five yet, but I did get Dark Empire 2, number one, and Dark Empire 2, number three. Why these issues in this exact order? I don't know, but it's great. I don't have the one that has Naked Palps on the cover. I think that's issue five of Dark Empire 1. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Timothy, which of those, which of these covers do you like the best? Uh, the one with the, where, yeah, Luke, Luke looking like a Scooby-Doo villain is my favorite, I think. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we don't just have some fun stuff to show off this week. We've got stuff to talk about that we will one day be able to show off. And that is because there were more essential legends collections leaked. Freddie, why don't you tell us about the first of these? that was unceremoniously dropped onto the Wook. Well, first of all, this is getting out of hand. Now there are two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've got, we, we talked about this, this Essential Legends collection that leaked, and we, we discussed one of them with, with Trevor on our last episode, which was, I believe it was Darth Bane Path of Destruction that, was, that came out. Was, was that the one that came out first that leaked? Yeah. Well, right. guess what? Rule of Two has also been announced, and that should be coming out supposedly around September seventh uh, this year. Yeah, that was that's pretty cool. The good news about that to me is it means they're going to do not just like first books in a series, but that means they're going to give us entire trilogies, which just like soothes my soul deep down because <laughs> I was really worried that we were just going to have aired at the Empire or like just Darth Bane book one, and oh, that was not going to fly, was it? This was not the only sequel that was announced. Timothy, tell us about the uh, the next Legends. I cannot get this title right. Essential Legends collection <laughs> that was leaked. Yeah, yeah. So it's the the book that was inspired my first episode on Legends Look Back, uh, Dark Force Rising, which is my favorite of the original Thrawn trilogy. Um, so I'm excited about it. And yeah, I think like you're saying, the the hope that there will be more, that uh, they will finish out the trilogies. I'm a completionist, so I love that. Give me the new artwork. Um, I'm all for it. And that one, yeah, also September 7th, because they're all, they're all releasing same days. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, so that's really cool. That's good. That means we can like make minimal trips to the store or like <laughs> yes, minimal exactly. packages. Save, save yeah. the planet one way or the other, please. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Meg, help me out here. What else was announced? Also, supposedly on September 7th, X-Wing, 
Rogue Squadron, the first <sighs> book in the series that I still haven't finished. Maybe this will be your chance, Meg. <laughs> Maybe. It's okay, Meg. I, I haven't either. I'm with you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm actually really excited. The day that mine arrives, I'm immediately going to package it right back up and send it off to Mike Stackpole himself and ask him to sign it because he's got a place on his website where he says he'll do that. And I've, I had sitting on my desk for like six weeks, uh, my copy of Rogue Squadron. And I was like thinking about doing it and going to the post office. I couldn't find the time. Uh, I was scared of the post office and rightly so, because I got yelled at for wearing a freaking mask. And I, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to wait until this new like sleeker, slicker version of this book comes out. Unfortunately, Freddie, what wasn't announced was the truth of Bakura. Not it's not yet. been announced yet. Not yet. Waiting on it. 2022. I'm calling it. <laughs> there you go. We'll have to do another round table. Just go all over again, just for the sake of it, just for the heck of it. Um, we've got a couple other leaks here. And, and obviously this is all leaks, all, all leakage. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Uh, it, it sounds credible, but is it? We don't know. We're just telling you about it. Um, also, Darth Plagueis it was on the list as well, which that one's going to be a thick boy, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be. I, I don't. I don't see that being a thin book. No, that's a that's a that's such a dense book. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Wow. Now Jacob's got a great suggestion in the chat, which is just <laughs> order my copy of the book <laughs> package directly to Mike Stackpole and just put like my return address and some extra postage. I got mail him the post. I don't know how to get the extra postage for the return. There's, there's a way to do it, and I'm liking, I like him where he's at. Oh, man. So excited for that. So excited for that. Some great Legends news. One final piece of Legends news for this week. And, Meg, I think you've actually even got an image to show, which is exciting. We had, for the first time in how many years? Um, several years, at least. I'm not going to do the math right here right now. A new Legends short story was released <sighs> through um, uh, SWOTOR, right? Uh, Star Wars, The Old Republic, a new short story all about... I read it and have already forgotten it. That's not good. All about Darth Malgus visiting Dantooine, which is awesome. Uh, it's called Quite a Story to Tell. I've not finished it yet, but so far I'm liking what I'm reading. It's a short story and I still haven't finished the whole thing. That just tells you what kind of week I'm having. <laughs> but uh, isn't this exciting, guys, that there is a new Legends short story being published right now? It feels like, it feels like a tease, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. A, a short story. I mean, I'm sure Trevor's all over that. He's put it already in his archive. Uh, but I, I haven't read it yet. I I like so when it comes to Star Wars video games, I feel like it's definitely one of my strengths. You know, Star Wars Galaxies and then Sortor, and you know, I'm just so glad that a lot of these short stories are still coming out. It makes me so happy. And what's cool about this is it's free. Yeah. What's bad about this is it's not collectible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have. There's no way to get this on my shelf. If they print if they if they write enough of these, I could self print them. I think Trevor's done that. In fact, the problem is now there's another one that's out that he has not yet self-printed. Oh, I love Legends Collecting. I just love it. It's so great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, and finally, before we get into the show proper, there's new merch. We got new merch here at Utini. I forgot what it is. What's the new merch? Pretty sure we've got a fanny pack and a, and a mug. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, we got a new Legends Look Back fanny pack, Legends Look Back mug. Uh, we're testing out some new fabrics on shirts. We're going to try out the premium tea because I'm uh, difficult like that and, and don't like the cotton chafing my skin. All right. So we're working on it. We got it all. <laughs> my, my kids in true 90s fashion 
or the true fashion of the kids of a dad who hosts a podcast about 90s books. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> they love fanny packs. My two-year-old wears one around her neck full of toys 24 7 pretty sure she's wearing it in bed right now it's safe it's fine it's fine and i can't wait for it to be <laughs> the legends look back fanny pack you know what we're gonna fill it full of pokemon cards pokemon <laughs> cards that's right Freddie. that's not what i was gonna say i was gonna say naked pals no. but pokemon cards is a better a better uh, a better answer no. so let's get into the show if you have not read dark empire 2 by tom veach Illustrated by Cam Kennedy. Every time I say the title, Dark Empire 2, Freddy flashes it right up there on screen. I love it. It's just so incredibly choreographed, and we did not plan this, but that's that's why we're... Freddy's my Star Wars soulmate. It's great. <laughs> no offense, Timothy. You know We're glad to have you here, too. No, it's fine. None taken. <laughs> what, you're saying Freddy can have me? You concede? <laughs> Absolutely. If you have not yet read this story, it's just six issues long. It is all out on Comixology Unlimited. You have to, it, there's a trick though. If you want it on Comixology Unlimited, you have to select the Dark Empire trilogy, which I have in hardback. But I like to read them. I like to read them on my wife's massive 12.9 inch iPad when she's, you know, like uh, not looking because she doesn't like for me to touch it because it's so nice. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, you have to select the trilogy if you want to read them there. They're also on Marvel Unlimited. Of course, you can order this right here. We've got the Utini affiliate link here in the chat, and we'll get a whole 4% of that sale. We might be able to buy a cloning tank with that 4%. Might be able to buy a World Devastator. Maybe a maybe like a single scarab droid. That's probably more accurate for the 4% on the sales on these. Well, if you don't know what those things are, you will if you listen to tonight's show. So this is your spoiler warning. Consider yourself warned. All right, for more than one reason, because this is going to be a wild ride. This episode has got Slimy Naked Palpatine. It's got Super Weapons Galore, Metal Eating Mutant Rancors, a 4,000-year-old Jedi tree. Uh, Luke falls in love with one of his students again. <laughs> Come on, Luke. The rebels try to Trojan horse the Imperial, uh, the Imperial capital, and the Falcon gets a steampunk makeover. This is the Dark Empire 2 round table. The... Resurrected Emperor has not returned at the start of the story. People are frustrated. They're tense. They're like, where's he at? He's around here somewhere, right? His dark acolytes, dark acolytes try to fight amongst themselves. Some of them take it upon themselves to eliminate his remaining clone bodies to prevent his return so that one of them might become the new emperor in his place. There's dead, slimy, naked palpses all over the floor. For real. I'm not making this up. It's right there in the comic. It's great. I love it. They're beetle, and uh, it's disturbing in so many wonderful incredible ways um he has got one true believer though and that is executor cedrus who looks more like a kind of a steampunk rocker than a dark side acolyte and he acts like a teenager and in the audiobook he sounds like a, an african-american pastor it's incredible incredible um cedrus eliminates the other non-believers and is rewarded by none other than a big slimy himself, the resurrected Palpatine in his last surviving clone body. This time he's clothed. It's pretty epic. His last clone body is, however, a faulty clone and deteriorates at an accelerated rate, especially when he gets angry, which, let's be honest, is most of the time. He needs a new body so he can go back to plan A. Or is it plan B? Essence transfer into the body of Leia's 
Jedi infant. It's a different infant this time, but he'll do. He'll do just fine. Yeah, absolutely. The Rebels receive a tip from the weapons manufacturer on Balmora concerning the route that the new Viper droids are being transferred to Biss. After debating what to do with the intel, they launch a strike force under the leadership of Lando Calrissian to steal the droids, hide inside, and throw a surprise party for the Imperials. But instead of confetti, they brought blaster turrets and commandos. The Emperor has a few surprises in store for them, however... Nightmare mutant rancors that eat viper droids and, oh yeah, the galaxy gun, because this is Legends and we like super weapons. It blows up planets, you guessed it. It eventually backfires, but uh, we'll get there. Meanwhile, the, the Skywalkers decide, the Skywalkers, this is impossible to say, one more time. Meanwhile, the Skywalkers divide and conquer to find more potential Jedi. Luke and his new Jedi apprentice, Cam Saul Usar, go to the ancient Jedi planet Ossus that Luke learned about from Vodosiosk Bosk's holocron that he stole from Palps. There he found tribal magicians descended from the Jedi. Two of their youths, Rafe and Jim, are good candidates for the Academy, but don't get too attached because uh, they both die. But first, Luke and Jim do a lot of making out. It's not great. Tons. Han, Leia, Chewie, Sala, and Shug. Yes, there's a character named Shug Nix. They take the Falcon back to Narshada to search for the ancient Jedi survivor Vima Dabota, descendant of Nomi Sunrider, um, who a, a descendant of Nomi Sunrider, and <laughs> she's a purge survivor. She betrayed the Jedi, cut herself off from the Force, cowardly and just kind of creepy and wonderful. Uh, there, they're betrayed by their smuggler friends and chased by Boba Fett. Boba Fett, where? To escape, they flee into a toxic green space cloud. Inside, they find the isolated steam-powered sailboat of a spaceship with a community led by Jedi Purge survivor King Impatajoyos Brand. It sounds like I'm making up a story as I go, but I'm not. <laughs> He's basically ahead. I, I can't even say this. He's basically ahead on a big round ball of a robot with a lightsaber arm, and the other arm is a machine gun. <laughs> They help fix up the Falcon with the weird and wonky lightning gun with which they use to defeat Boba Fett. Kind of, maybe. He comes back, but not in this. The heroes rendezvous at New Alderaan, the secret retreat for the Solo children, but Palps intercepts their resupply ship, interrogates the pilot, retrieving the location of the base from his mind. The Acolytes infiltrate the planet while the heroes sleep. There's a massive final showdown in which Vima heals Luke from the Scarab Droid attack. Luke's new girlfriend is killed, and Palps escapes for one final naked epic adventure. Oh man, I have read this book in its this comic series in its entirety over the weekend. I listened to the entire audio drama this week. I now have just resummarized that. You know, you showing off the the Palpatine <laughs> corpses on the floor, Freddie. That's it. <laughs> That's so good. I love it. Um, Man, I've had a lot of Dark Empire in my life this week and can't wait to share it with all of you. But uh, first, guys, what are your ratings? How would you score this? The grand scale of Star Wars stories ever told on the 1 to 10 rating system, and you can't all give it 10. Like <laughs> one of us could, but not all of us probably. Freddie, start us off. How do you rate Dark Empire 2? Uh, Dark Empire 2 is, in my opinion, just as good as Dark Empire 1. It takes you all over the place. There's so many things going on. There's so many different plot lines. It goes, you know, it has the story of the rebels. It has the story of the galaxy gun and the Pal and Palpatine, uh, Boba Fett, Han Solo. I mean, it takes you all over the place. Uh, it's hard for me to give it anything lower than an eight. So I'm going to say an 8.5. All right. He likes it. I feel so validated. Uh, Timothy, how about you? 
<laughs> so I first read this back in December, uh, this last December, and I did not know what was going on. <laughs> I was, it is, the whole thing was so extra. I read the entire series in like 12 hours. Um, but no, I, I think I'm going to give it a 7.5. I really enjoyed it this last go around. Um, it, it made a lot more sense to me having, uh, having read it again. And then the audio drama really helped too. Yeah, yeah. There's there's an audio drama. Good luck finding it, everybody. It's not on the internet anymore. Not not like legally. You know, it it used to be on Audible. That's that's um, you know what five six years ago it wasn't long ago. That there's got to be a way to get this thing back in official channels. We're gonna play a clip of it here in a little while. I got it from a humble bundle a number of years ago. I got all of the Legends audio dramas for like eleven bucks, which was cool. And um, man, I've listened to it so many times, so many times, so incredibly well done and yet goofy. It's such a great way to like get through the story if you just like want to immerse yourself in some weird legends, but it's like a full cast recording. Oh, it's so great. If you're interested, you know, uh, hit me up in Discord and uh, I'll see what I can do. We'll see if we can track it down together. We'll at least put it that way. Um, I think personally, Meg, I want to let you guess. What do you think I'm going to... Help me out. How should I rate this? Freddie gave it an 8.5. Timothy gave it a 7.5. You haven't read it yet? Is that correct? No. Haven't read it yet? Or do you want to? Is this interesting? Someday. Okay, yeah, that's that's good enough. That's good enough. Um, I know I'm getting Meg for Christmas. Oh, come on now. This epic collection. (laughs) Um, I Okay, I'm trying to remember what I gave Dark Empire... One, I don't think I gave it a perfect 10, did I? I give it a, what, a 9.5, a 9. We'll go back and listen. That episode's up for free now. now let me know if you're listening to that episode and uh, want to tell me what I scored it. I'm going to give this an 8.9, an 8.9. Great, almost incredible. I would say if it didn't have the galaxy gun, if it didn't have a super weapon, the legend super weapons in the 90s get to be a bit extra. Freddie, we're actually planning an episode, aren't we? All about the the super weapons of legends. Yeah, and and they're all over the place. You know, the, the thing that makes me laugh is is when people criticize some of the, the sequels with, you know, oh, what's with the super weapons? And it's good, guys, we've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I happen to like ridiculous Star Wars super weapons. Thank you very much. <laughs> We've been rehashing super weapons in Star Wars since 1983 <laughs> in Return of the Jedi. This one is just like, how would you describe the galaxy gun? It's just like a super yeah. long musket rifle in space, isn't it? Yep. I think they even load the bullet with two two ships and they load it in and then they, they just like cock it. <laughs> visited my grandfather this past weekend he's getting rid of his guns um they had to relocate to a housing complex that doesn't own guns this is a weird rant if i've ever told one if he has this super long ancient uh like 1850s musket uh, like what would you call it a black black powder pistol and he was like be careful this thing's been loaded for 50 years and i don't know how to unload it and i'm scared to shoot it so don't pull the trigger. <laughs> he hands it to me. I was like, thanks, granddad. Great. No problem. Glad my wife's not here. Who's super gun control. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Let's see if she's watching this episode. She will <laughs> see if I get an angry text when this is over. Oh, man. So great. Yeah, the galaxy gun. It says super long musket rifle in space. And, and don't forget and- that the bullet, it, it, can, it is a smart bullet. And it travels uh, at hyperspace and exits at the point that it needs to to 
just destroy the planet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And and what's great is R two D two re- reprograms it to blow up <laughs> the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. So you know we have talked about the summary on this book. We have gotten into the. Yeah, the, the basic plot of it, we've rated it. Before we get into some discussion on the characters, let's give it a little, little bit of background on what <laughs> happened in the production of this. Of course, this is uh, six issues that were published between 1994 and 1995, which is several years after Dark Empire was published. Um, Dark Empire is actually having its 30th anniversary, so happy birthday, Naked Pals. This is the 30th anniversary of both Heir to the Empire and Dark Empire. It's like the best year ever. Is, is 1991 the best year in the history of Star Wars publishing, do you think? Can we declare that right here? Let's do it. Let's declare it. It's declared. I declare <laughs> 1991 the best year in Star Wars history. Oh, man, that's great. Uh, we'll terrified. get a sticker made. It's going to we'll stick it right back face. on 1991. We'll do some flow walking with Jason Solo to get there. It's going to happen. Just wait for it. <laughs> Six issues between 1994 and 1995. Um interesting to note that it is several years after the production of the first one but then they rushed into um making empire's end and it has a different illustrator and it's only two issues it's like all right we gotta wrap this thing up but i really feel like this deserved a true sequel another six issues to complete the trilogy do you guys you guys think i'm right about that what's your uh, impression on empire's end we're not going to cover it in deep detail in this episode it's uh you know, I I wish we got more. I feel like the way this one ended, it's 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 very much uh, pleasing, right? And I don't know if Empire. I mean, Empire's End is great, but I don't. I wouldn't say. I, I feel like we needed more. How about that? But I'm also biased with my legends, so. I enjoyed Empire's End more this time around than I ever have. So there's that. Uh, did you get to it, Timothy? There's a lot of story jam-packed into it. <laughs> the only complaint I have, art style-wise, is Palpatine looks rough. He Palpatine, I mean, his body's deteriorating, so he's supposed to look rough. <laughs> but he's looking rough. He's looking rough in Empire's End. <laughs> but the, the rest of the art is pretty good. It's He tries to emulate Kim Kennedy's washed-out um watercolor style then and he does pretty well with that but cam kennedy is a singular talent a singular talent there's no one like him and it is is out of this world of course um tom beach is the writer cam kennedy is the author we've mentioned there was a time warner audio drama that came out in 1995 let's talk about the audio drama for a second um, it's got john Sigan as luke skywalker he's like a it's like a super gruff heroic sounding Luke, which really coordinates well with how he's depicted story-wise and artistically in the book itself. Um, Anna Patricio as Princess Leia is for my money, the best voice of Leia in any content ever outside of Carrie Fisher. Uh, you guys, you guys are both nodding. You agree? Yeah. Yeah. Joe Hacker is Han Solo. He does well. Han's not especially hard to do. Yeah, I did. Um, uh, I love the mouth. new art style yeah, in it. So, um, um, I, I did feel like it could have been a lot more. And most um, importantly, so Freddie, you want to tell him who plays Lando Calrissian? Billy it, it's good. Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, he, it really is. He, he always he has to play his character. And the fact that you know when I first heard it and it was Billy D, I was like, yes, that's it. We got it. Billy D 
comes back from rapidly yeah. dramas and i appreciate him for it it's like he says i'm committed to the character i'm committed to the fans and i one day i don't want his autograph on like a lando calrissian trading card i want his auto autograph in dark empire or something like this i want him i want it in one of these weird things on your chest <laughs> So good. Uh, this trilogy was collected in hardback in 2010. It has become quite lucrative and hard to track down. I love mine. There's a whole thing. I told it last night on the Cosmic Forest. You want to hear more about that? Go listen to that episode. Uh, there is now a Marvel Legends epic collection titled New Republic Volume 5, not titled Dark Empire. If you title, if you, if you Google Dark Empire Legends epic collection, at least on Utini's search, it's not going to come up. You got to type in legends epic collection new republic volume five because star wars what else it's set 10 years after the battle of yavin so six this is good i, I was not expecting that there's a canceled novella called lightsider 64 pages long tells the story of how luke rescued cam Solusar from the dark acolytes and is referenced multiple times in this series as well as in other legends books even though it was never officially published however freddie you want to tell them where they can hear us talk about that um well, we, we just recorded a Lost Legends uh, uh, episode. What was that? That was released last last week, I guess, it's Thursday. It's hard to remember yeah. exactly when. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our last episode. Yeah, we, we went over a lot of the Lost episode, uh, Lost Legends uh, that that Lucasfilm did not release and either canceled, including Heart of the Jedi and some other ones. What's really cool is that that a little snippet of that story is actually incorporated into the opening of this audio drama. So you've got like a it starts with a lightsaber battle between Luke and Cam, and that's in this canceled novella that was never officially published. But then it makes it just a little bit of it without like the goofy space chess game. Uh, it's incorporated just slightly into the prelude of. Um, of the audio drama for Dark Empire 2. So that's kind of fun, kind of weird. I, I, I've listened to this thing a hundred times and I had no idea that it was actually from this canceled book that I have now read, which is cool. Um, and as we mentioned, something broke down in the publication of, uh, in the contractual uh, you know, agreements between Lucasfilm and Cam Kennedy, who was the artist on this. They could not get him back for Empire's End. So they rush into production. Tom Veach was kind of sidelined. He talks about it. In fact, Scuba Joe shared an article, a really in-depth interview with Tom Veach that I read a number of months ago. We'll pop it in the Legends Look Back Discord channel. In this interview, it is wild. Tom Veach lets it all hang loose. <laughs> he takes Timothy Zahn to task in it. He critiques everything that he hates about the Thrawn trilogy. And he talks about the things that Tim Zahn told him that he hates about Dark Empire. And it's glorious. It's an incredible interview from just a few years ago. We'll see if we can pop that into the Discord channel and you can get a chance to read up on that. You know what would be fun, Freddie? If we did in a... This is like pie in the sky here. I'm springing this on you. I've told no one about this. I would like to host... Guys, I'm putting this out there. All right? The Force, listen up. Powers that be. I want to host right here a civil debate between <laughs> Timothy Zahn and Tom Beach yeah. about the merits of Dark Empire versus the, the Thrawn trilogy. We'll moderate. We'll keep it. We'll have rules. We'll keep it civil. Um, I think it's time for bygones to be bygones and to celebrate what's great about both of these books. What do you think? Is it ever going to happen? Ooh, that's a tough one. I mean, I'm not sure a lot of the 
listeners, if if anybody knows the history between Timothy Zahn and and Tom Veach, but it, it is not a very nice one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tim, am I doomed on this? If if there's ever a, a place to do it, this is the space. There you go. That's the best like possible, it. best possible answer. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's show them. Let's show the powers that be that this is the right space. Let's talk about Dark Empire 2. One of the first things that comes up that really got me thinking is the, the fact that General Beltane and Balmora, they, they've been sidelined by the Empire. They, of course, you know, hey, the Emperor's dead. There's Endor. There's the party. It's over. So the, they're free from the Imperial rule, but then, hey, did you not read Dark Empire 1? Palpatine's back, y'all, and get back to work. Get back in the factory. We need your weapons. Uh, and so, of course, Governor does not want to give his weapons to the Imperials. And this is really great line about, I think it's very telling of the nature of fascism, which is like the Emperor doesn't pay for weapons. He takes weapons. Yeah. You make them and he takes them. You don't have any option in this. Really has me thinking on a political level. But uh, on, another, on another level, who was right about this plot? It was like, we're going to, uh, General Beltane has tipped us off on how to get the droids before they're delivered to, um, to, to Palpatine on BIS. And Wedge has the idea, what if we go inside these things? We intercept them, but then we hop inside and we ride the Viper automatons to BIS and we blow up the Imperial capital. Um, Luke says, hey, listen, like, that's not a great idea. Let's just steal them and then not touch the capital because it's doomed. Like, that's way too tough. I've been there. I used to be a Darksider, kind of, a little bit, a little, you know, if you read the first one. Did you read my first book? Anyway, um, <laughs> Luke and Wedge kind of go head-to-head. Leia and Mon Mothma take Wedge's side. Lando ends up leading that strike team. Who do you think was right, Luke or Wedge? Uh, Tim, start us off. I think I would, my, my initial instinct would be to pull a wedge, but uh, I, th- I think Luke's right. I think there's the, the loss of life is, is a bit much. Uh, and I mean, th- I mean, they don't know they're going to go up against, you know, beastly mangled mutated <laughs> rancors, <laughs> um, yeah. but that not a good play. <laughs> Freddie. Yeah. I mean, uh, this, this one was tough because it, uh, as Luke walked in to the, the, conference area whatever it was and, and everyone's discussing the plan they just kind of dismiss luke and and they're just like eh, cool uh, go jedi boy go be somewhere else right like we'll we're, we'll take care of the alliance you go take care of the jedis and yeah. and he just gets start to, your academy yeah go be mystical go do your thing we'll do our thing and uh i mean it it just shows like the, the whole thing with luke right he wanted the patience he probably wanted a, a plan a better attack something where where they could use these machines in a better situation uh and, and you know, Lando had a great idea, but you're also going to an area that has more weapons than you're going to have. You're just going to have your Viper Automatons. That's all you've got, right? Yeah, boy, do we ever have Viper Automatons. I mean, this series has just an incredible number of of weaponry yeah. and like new technology and uh, different pieces that are brought onto the chessboard in this warfare they're like i see your vibe i see your viper automatons and i raise you mutant metal eating rancors i see your mutant metal eating rancors and i raise you a lightning gun i see your lightning gun i raise you a galaxy gun i mean it's, it's hilarious oh this is totally things. like like me and my friend at seven years old playing with action figures right like i have lasers no i have super lasers no i have shields i have monsters <laughs> 
It's funny. Yeah. So it happens like right at the beginning too. It does. That was, I was on the airplane uh, (laughs) starting to read this and I immediately like a couple pages in had to switch over to my notes app. And I was like, all right, here we go. This is the first thing we're going to talk about. (laughs) What is up with all these new inventions? Uh, Let's talk about the best and the worst. All right, guys, I want you to tell me your number one and your bottom of the list, bottom of the barrel. Um, Out of all the new weaponry inventions, it's hard to just classify them as weaponry, but we will. All right, just for the sake of discussion, out of all the new ridiculous legends inventions in this series, which is your favorite and which one is your least favorite? We've got Shadow Droids. Shadow Droids, which Jacob says, like, here's the only thing you need to know about Dark Empire 2. Shadow Droids. (laughs) <laughs> he's not wrong they were imperial starfighter they were imperial starfighters piloted by surgically implanted organic brains yep. <laughs> which is, is so close battle droids. close to truce at bakura right with the essence droid chips ish yep. it's not far off nope. is it no it's not and- it's not far off so we got shadow droids it, it, another great thing is the sd9 versus the sd10 battle droids <laughs> yeah they were very particular that the SD10s are the superior model. They're literally iterating on their designs in the middle of the page. They're like, yeah, well, I see your SD9s and I raise your SD10s. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. And then it goes, all right, well, uh, SD10s, well, we got our shadow droids. Okay, you've got shadow droids. Well, we got our X15 Viper automatons like in a, like three pages. <laughs> Guys, how would you describe the X1 Viper automatons? They're, they're a big plot point in this series they're on a bunch of pages show this off freddie what you got what you got they are uh, yeah other side yeah a little yeah. lower a little higher yeah a little lower they're um they're like they're like, big scarabs. W- it's like scarab octopus beetles bugs yeah. with pincher claws they're not especially practical they're like they're not they're like more flexible than ATATs, but a little meatier and they've got tentacle mouths so great. it's special <laughs> it's special timothy says so the the x1 viper automatons you got the galaxy gun metal eating nightmare mutant rancors that eat the x1 viper automatons you've got the falcon's lightning gun dark troopers hey relevant to the mandalorian dark troopers were in this a little bit and scarab droids these tiny microscopic bugs that come in and bite and poison luke skywalker in his sleep <laughs> which was very unsettling while I was trying to sleep on the airplane. And I'm like, oh, let me just read another page. Oh, there's bugs. There's bugs. There's bugs. All right, guys, which of these was the, let's start with the worst and work our way up to the best. Freddie, go first. Uh, man, I, I think the galaxy gun is hilariously bad. It, it's, it's literally just a giant gun with a, it's a bullet. It's definitely not really a missile, but it's, it's kind of both, right? I, I have no idea how to explain it. And it just uh, creates, I wrote this down because I, I had to write it down. It creates a nucleonic chain reaction with its particle disintegrator. Uh, it's not the best yeah. thing that that AKA helps. it blows up the planet. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, not, not a big fan of the galaxy gun. It, it, it just, I don't know. It just looked a little too weird as well. Yeah. Yeah, it, it might be bottom of the list for me too. However... Um, there, there's not much done with the shadow droids. The shadow droids are so cool. They, in my opinion, should take up more story. But that's a problem with only having a six-issue miniseries. There's so much plot <laughs> crammed into these six issues that you get something cool like this, then they're like, wipe it from the chessboard. Get a bigger weapon on there. 
or a smaller one with the scarab droids. Scarab droids were cool. Um, definitely liked that idea. Kind of predates what what's happening in like Attack of the Clones with the mm-hmm. little you know nano assassin bugs that come in and bite Padme or get sliced by creepy Anakin's brooding <laughs> lightsaber. All right, uh, Timothy, what's the worst of these for you? Oh, SD nine. Last year's model toy? No, thank you. <laughs> Pass. Right. Goodbye. It's so great. The vitriol that is conveyed in the tone of uh, like one of the Imperials in the audio drama. They're like, the SD9s? Why? We have the SD10s. And it's so great. LOL'd while I was out at the park with my daughter listening to that thing. So good. Well, what about your favorite? Do you have a favorite of these? I would have loved to have seen the Shadow Droids more. Uh, personally, I, I think they're super cool. Um, and I, I want to know the history behind it. I want to know how it works. I want to know the, the stories of the pilots' brains that they used. Like, it's just, it's dope. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, we got to call in Trevor to help us with the history on these yes, things. Yes, please. <laughs> how about you, Freddie? Do you have a favorite of all the weaponry introduced in Dark Empire 2? Uh, so, Jacob in the chat, the Spice Den, he, he brings up a great point. I just love the Wrecking Ball Jedi. Uh, he's he's but uh, you know he, he it's kind of brand <laughs> yeah it's just it's the craziest thing right you see this guy and he goes oh i'm a jedi too <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I would say out of the ones that you listed so far the falcon's lightning gun is just the absolute best i gotta build that lego yeah yeah buy them at the 300 dollars millennium falcon take off one of the mandibles and then you just stick in like one of those like handheld ball pumps you know with like the black squeezy <laughs> thing and then the little little pointy metal bit um you just jam that in there boom lightning gun isn't that what it looks like yeah it almost looks like that tower from singapore i can't remember the name of it oh yeah yeah sure the, <laughs> that's the, great yeah, the one with the ball on it I, I forget which country but yeah that that's the one <laughs> i'll just put them well, you mentioned in you mentioned Empatajoyos brand being on the one hand weaponry. Uh, I love the panel when he's like, "Fear not, my arm is a lightsaber." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh-huh, I've had one here all along. It's like a great party trick in Patajoyos. Um, <laughs> this series, though, beyond brand, has a, an incredibly big cast of characters as opposed to Dark Empire. It just bursts the floodgates wide open with these ridiculous Jedi that are coming out of the woodworks. Um, let's talk about some of them. You've got Cedrus on the dark side, the, our punk rocker Sith wannabe. You've got Cam Solusar, dark side acolyte turned good by luke's sheer power of positive thinking you've got the four thousand year old jedi tree odinud who i think is in a lot of mid early to mid 90s legends comics I, I, i'm trying to remember what all he's in I, please I know tell me he's more in. he's in um tales of the jedi right that's where he originates tom beach was involved with that series and then he would clo- he worked closely with KJA with Kevin J Anderson. So yeah. so K- Kevin J Anderson will use the same species, maybe the same character, in some different things. I think he's in Young Jedi Knights, yeah, or his cousin on Yavin, <laughs> something like that. KJA, he's a big fan of Dark Empire, by the way. Okay, cool. Hey, KJA, let's hang out. We can be friends. <laughs> All right, uh, Rafe and Jim, the the teenagers from. 
what's the planet? Not Tython, the other old one. Ah, uh, man. Starts Osis? with an O. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the teenagers from Osis who don't speak Luke's language, but then eventually the force kicks in to help translate, which I've got a major issue with that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Should we talk about it are more, real quick? <laughs> languages are more complex than this. The no. force, this is like one of my least favorite force powers. The force cannot translate alien languages. All right. I know it works well in a video game. Revan in KOTOR is always like, yeah, yeah, I understand you. I've got the force. <laughs> and that's not how it works. Languages are more complex than that. Just because you know the meaning of the words that somebody is saying, there's nuance in words. And so, uh, for, for example, there's there's the, what three or four different Greek words for love. They mean different things, but they, in English, are all translated love for example, but like you could be talking about like sensual erotic love, or you could be talking about like selfless, um, sacrificial love. You could be talking about like brotherly love, like a bromance, you know, it, it's like, okay. But if Luke was hearing the forest trans like that, when, when Jim tells him with her, her pigeon language on, uh, on Osis that she loves him, is he like, Oh yeah, she loves me, loves me. It's, uh, yeah, it's not my favorite force power. It's fine. It works narratively. You guys, you, you you're nodding. You agree with me? Huh. Well, I mean, the way it happens too. She like trips and falls on top of him. They stare each other in the face. He's like, "Oh, I I know your language now." <laughs> <laughs> That's the part that just gets me. <laughs> Don't ruin the two thousand dollar laptop with a spit take. Don't ruin the two thousand dollar laptop with a spit take. All right. Oh man. And then brand. We didn't talk, but we talked a little bit about brand. Uh, let me ask you guys this. Do, do, do you, before we get on to brand, do you buy Luke and Jim's romance? Does this work for you? It's weird. It's a little weird to me, just how it happens. And, and they're just uh, making out in the corner, it seems. And, and her brother and Cam are just watching. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how I feel they, about it. <laughs> It, it, it's like, I, I know that there are people that have been married long, long time, right? And whenever they first meet each other, they're like, I feel like I've known you for thousands of years. And I'm like, I call bull. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way that works here. <laughs> Luke is, man, he, there was an episode of Star Wars Archives, you know, on the Patreon, go check that out. Star Wars Archives did a deep dive on Valentine's Day into Luke, into uh, Legends Luke's romance, his love life. And most, spoiler alert, most of his romantic interests are his Jedi students. Oh, no. uh, and a lot of them die too, right? Oh, no. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's that. It's like women in refrigerators and the problematic <laughs> idea of Luke dating his students. And I, every author just wants Luke to fall in love. It's... Yeah, they just want Luke to be happy. They just want Luke to be happy. <laughs> but right. then they break right. his heart in the end. Like... <laughs> Yeah, no wonder the guy Mara. went to the dark side. <laughs> it was Mara all along. It was Mara all yeah, along. Yeah, we'll have to ask so, Cheryl what she thinks about all these love interests. Now, thankfully, you know, you know, Lando shot his shot with Mara and it didn't quite work out. So Luke, Luke won in the end, kind of. Uh, they had a few good years together. Well, I, I absolutely did not love the Rafe and Jim subplot, but you know who I did love? King Impatajoyos brand. Jedi steampunk ball <laughs> empanada joyos brand aside from sounding like a tasty empanada does <laughs> brand um does he work for you as a character uh, what's your what's your thoughts on brand um did you did you catch the joke about how rafe almost cut his head off and he was like haha i still have half a head 
<laughs> Are you showing a picture of him? Yeah, yeah, we're not making this up. He's half a head attached to a ball. He's got a machine gun arm. The other arm is a lightsaber, right? That's everything you need to know. Well, you need he to know. Anything me, else I need to know? He reminded me of the, the egg villain from uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Is that right? What, I can't Dr. Remember Robotnik. His name. Yeah. Yes, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik's Jedi cousin. <laughs> I'd have to say out of all that, you know, we, we've got some pretty good characters here. Uh, Brand is just absolutely my favorite. When they saw him, I liked him instantly. And he was ready for adventure and too. <laughs> these guys have, as opposed to, you know, Rafe and Jim who just die. Um, both Brand and Vima Deboda have heroic, and Kem Selyusar as well. They all have good uh, plot trajectories in this. They have good character arcs. I appreciated the way that uh, Brand, for example, talks about like how you know he dueled with vader which is how he was left so scarred why he had to have this steampunk cybernetic body and was taken in by these people in this gas cloud they don't have technology that's on par with the rest of the galaxy but like he's a survivor of the jedi purge but only barely after being scarred and maimed by vader but then he joins up with vader's son to help restart the jedi order i think that's a really pretty cool plot line for as ridiculous as brand is and looks and sounds and all of it (laughs) <laughs> I the nuts and bolts of that plot is good for me. Um, what would you have though? He's got a lightsaber and a machine gun. Timothy, what would your steampunk appendage be <laughs> if you were maimed by Darth Vader, taken in by a sailboat people in the middle of a gas cloud in the Star Wars galaxy? Yeah. So uh, I guess where this is a a '90s podcast, I think what I would want is a a refrigerator arm for cans of Tang. <laughs> and don't forget the I other just, arm to dispense Pogs. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Ready? You beat me to it. Frog Pogs were actually going to be my my little opener for next week. You can still use it. It's coming up. Spoiler. It's going to happen. All right. Mine would be one of those see-through um those see-through cord spinny cord phones that you could win from the fundraiser in elementary school (laughs) that would be my other arm if you ever need to make a phone call i got one right here and it's see-through that's That's great that's my choice excellent wow what would yours be let us know in the comments let us know in the legends look back discord channel what would your steampunk jedi arm be or like what color lightsaber would it be at the very least Vima, Vima Deboda, however, is the other ancient Jedi who has survived the purge and now teams up with Luke to help restart the Jedi Order. Timothy, does Vima redeem herself in your eyes? You know, her 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 uh, character revolves around the fact that she fled the Jedi Purge, cut herself off from the Force, did not try to overthrow the Empire, she did not get involved in the Rebellion, she did not have a heroic impulse like both Ben and Yoda did in helping restart the Jedi. She was like, just going to slum it up on Nar Shada until she's dragged back into the action by Leia. But then in this, of course, she helps uh, you know, restart the Jedi, helps train Leia, saves Luke, all of that, uh, saves Anakin, baby Anakin. Um, is, does she redeem herself for you? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, she's she's still hesitant, especially towards the beginning of of this book, but um, it's the baby steps. And, you know, when we get to Empire's End, and I think she even lives on, if I'm not mistaken, a bit. Um, and she does some more good work. But yeah, I, I think yeah, so. She's in another Legends book or two. Yeah, I, I buy I buy her redemption. Um, I, I buy anybody's redemption, even at the end when they when they decide to pitch in and, and do some good. Um, and they saved our boy Luke. She saved our, she saved our boy. So I'm I'm here for it. Didn't she heal Chewbacca too? Uh, yeah, because he, yeah, he got the gunshot. Yeah, on the side. Yep. Yeah. Meg, I think we've got a clip of that. Do we have a clip of that? I so I clipped the part of the audio drama, and I think I clipped the part when they're like, "Chewie's dead," and. <laughs> Vima does some speaking. Um, it was hard for me to choose one. All right, I think now would be a good time for that. So let's let's hear the clip of when Boba Fett shoots Chewie. Chewbacca! Chewie, Chewie, get up! Don't move, Solo, or you'll join the Wookiee. If Chewie's hurt, you can start kissing your mother's picture goodbye, Fett. The Wook's dead, Solo. I always wondered how much it would take to kill one of these monsters. Boba Fett killed Chewbacca. No, Dotto. Can you not feel it in the Force? The Wookiee is alive. Tell your wife to step into the open, Solo. Over my dead body, you scum. I can arrange that. It's been a fun chase, Solo. But... What's that? Hey, get your hands off me, you hairball. I can't see. And a boy, Chewie. Leave my jetpack alone, you animal. <laughs> it might be over. I think it's I over now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we tried so hard to like figure out how to play that <laughs> i love the chat from from uh, from samantha she says how will we know when it's over <laughs> great oh uh, man all right so if you want more of that hit me up in the legends effect discord channel i'll help you try to track it down it's it's out there somewhere hysterical. oh my gosh so plot wise though this book is great um I've got a hot take, uh, working theory. Imagine it a little bit less legendsy, updated 30 years with updated artwork. Wouldn't the story, at least this arc of of the rebels Trojan horsing the Imperial homeworld, wouldn't that work perfectly as an arc of the current ongoing like Star Wars mainline Marvel comic? Do you think it would work? I think it would work. I'm in love with this theory. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we, if you, like, just taking everything into consideration, right? I, I don't read too much of the canon at this moment because Jared has me uh, slaving over the to the tomes. <laughs> 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 but uh, you know the uh, the sequels, man. I, I feel like they somebody read this right, and there's a lot in it. Even even visually, when you see him, I mean, it's it's a little different in some sense. I just flipped right to it, right? It's it's not quite the uh, wormhole uh, storm, but is it? It is like a lightning storm, right? They they probably just saw this and they're like, "No, nah, we're not going to do a a dark side wormhole, you know, a force wormhole. We're going to do lightning and whatnot." Uh, Palpatine's back, and he's he's out for, uh, he, you know, he wants immortality, and that's exactly what he wants here. He's not as naked in the new ones, but uh, I mean, we got enough of the naked ones here. <laughs> 
But, yeah, that's right. But I just that's feel right. like they, they've they already... They would make it rated R. They had to keep that PG-13 rating. <laughs> yeah. It's all political. Yeah, I feel like they actually did that, though. I feel like we actually have a lot of this book in the current canon. Yeah, and people are mad over it, and I'm like, I, I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy, do you, what do you think of my, my working theory? I love it. And especially, I think if we saw something... Um, I know we spent a lot of time at, at the Battle of Jakku here in Canaan recently, but I would love to see something like this as they retake Coruscant. Um, I think mm-hmm. there's there's a way to do that really well um, in a kind of action-packed themed themed stint. Um, but yeah, and uh, the new Marvel Comics updated graphics, absolutely. I think it would be gorgeous. I'd also love to see Cam Kennedy make like do a variant cover or something Ooh, for yes. a, a new. You know, you know, he doesn't have to illustrate a whole mini series, but like, I'd love to get him back in something. Jan, uh, Jan Dersima from Legends has been doing uh, some variant covers for the High Republic. So, like, hey, those contracts are still out. Some people are still doing them. So, I'd love to see that personally. But um, I, I kind of liked that plot got going with it, and I was like, oh, this works. Yeah, they're gonna steal the droids. They're gonna get inside the droids. And it was like this whole bit where um, Chewie and, and Lando are like. Uh, you're stepping on my foot, Chewie. And Chewie's like, and <laughs> just belly laughing, reading this thing. Cause they're cramped into this droid. Like they don't fit, but they they're stuck in there. And then they show up at the <laughs> show up on Biss and they open the doors and they're like, yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> <laughs> on the Imperials. And then Palpatine's like, but my rancors. And it's just so great. Uh. So great. So I'd love to see some version of this reincorporated. Now, um, an- another one of the things that is, you know, you mentioned Freddie people. Somebody's read this. Somebody's read this. What I wonder though is like, did Kevin J. Anderson read this or get an early script of this or why is this so similar to the Jedi Academy trilogy? We just recently read this, Freddie. Did you notice the similarities? I did. Luke's I, like restarting the yeah. Jedi and he's getting this ragtag group of weirdos to come and be his first students. <laughs> come with and... me, weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> I only date half of you. Most of you will die. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I won't tell you about the Sith Lord ghost over there in the closet, but it'll probably be fine. Um, all right, what were the similarities and um, who did it better, Dark Empire 2 or Jedi Academy? Uh, that's, a, that's a tough one because Jedi Academy was, was a great little uh, trilogy, but Dark Empire, man, nothing, nothing can really touch Dark Empire. It's in its own category. The thing that I really do like about it, though, is that Kevin J. Anderson was a fan or is a fan of Dark Empire. So he wanted to incorporate a lot of the, the content that he had here into his books. And, and you can see that, right? Like if you look at, at that between, uh, you know, heir, heir to the Empire and all that, there, there are differences. There, they had, it's almost like they had their little click, uh, the author click that, that this, you know, yeah. Dark Empire was the route some people wanted to go and Thrawn was the route that others wanted to go. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> Oh man! And one day we're gonna duke it out. Legends look back. Maybe, maybe not. Um, Timothy, who I know you've read the Thrawn trilogy, the the Jedi Academy trilogy, right? Uh, I, I read the first book, but yeah, I, I definitely noticed some of those early similarities. Um, 
And honestly, I think I probably preferred the Jedi Academy trilogy. I mean, at least the first book that I've read. I think I enjoyed it a little bit more. Um, I don't know if it was the the art in Dark Empire as amazing as it is that kind of threw me off or the... It's divisive, yeah. The Yeah. Um, and it's very exposition heavy for a comic as well, which I think was a little bit difficult from for, at times. But um, no, I, I definitely saw it, but I think it's cool that they were still able to um, to honor um, as it was there. He, he got to pick the things that he liked and, and incorporate it in a way that doesn't seem to be um, too uh, stepping on toes, I guess. Yeah, it's different enough. I'd like to make, a, I'll see if I can compile a list of like all the, the crazy similarities between this and Jedi Academy trilogy and we'll put them out. You know, you've got like the, the super weapon, there's the 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 people who are the, the the people who are hidden inside the the gas cloud um, in Jedi Academy trilogy they were Imperials in this they were steampunk Jedi <laughs> um, this Luke of course is put into a coma in both and then saved so so there, there's some crazy plot similarities which are, are really fun um, I happen to be partial to this but I you know, love the Jedi Academy trilogy too. You know what we need is the Jedi Academy trilogy illustrated with Cam Kennedy's Ooh. part, just to put it. Yeah, that's juicy. We need an audio drama. We need an audio drama of the Jedi Academy trilogy. That'd be fun. That would be cool. All my legends, my legends wish list is getting long. <laughs> they keep teasing me. They're giving me like these little nibbles, these little crumbs, and <laughs> I'm getting overexcited. All right. Um, one of the other things that this does really well is the incredible world building in particular the planets mm. in dark empire as a trilogy you got uh, the moon of dasucha you got pinnacle base bis bast castle which is you know in, in a, a george idea that there's even some ralph mccrory artwork of it vader's castle that predates mustafar it's it's bast castle uh, you've got uh, new alderaan with other locations nexus eight such that the, the green gas cloud with the the steampunk jedi <laughs> sailboat i mean which of these is your favorite location from this uh from dark empire freddy oh man i gotta tell you when when i first read this a long time ago and they went through the gas cloud and they found these like steam powered ships i just couldn't get enough i was like what is going on here another place another place another jedi just random you know just kind of threw it in there uh, but it it works honestly it, it works <laughs> yeah i in in reading that you know they like, they patch up the falcon with um the steampunk technology it, it's so funny to me that it the lightning gun looks so cool but it like doesn't work with the falcon <laughs> because the falcon is of a different style and they're like it's the best we got and it's going to shoot lightning and not concussion missiles. And like they keep telling Han, but he like keeps going back. And he's like, true, he wants the concussion missiles. And then it's like lightning instead. And he's like, well, it's not what I wanted, but screw you, Boba Fett. Huh? And they, <laughs> they fly off. I also love it. That, <laughs> I love it that um, Han keeps complaining about like how they've messed up the Falcon. He's like, what have you done to my ship? <laughs> yeah, he's showing it off there. There's the sailboat, the sail barge. In, in space and then there's you'll have to get some some images of these you're trying freddie you're trying the, the lightning gun you can see it a little bit freddie yeah, see it a little, little bit. bit it's right there <laughs> i want to see your lego creation man <laughs> that would be cool that would be cool timothy did you have a favorite of the of dark empire's locations yeah i did i'm actually going to steal uh spiced in's answer in the chat i loved uh seeing Asus. 
um, just the rich oh, yeah, history awesome. there. I also sure. I also love the the random. It's probably not a plot hole, but I love that Palpatine just missed it. Whenever he's like, "Oh yeah, of course they went to Osis." It's like force heavy, and like, how do you miss that in your Jedi purge? There's a whole force sensitive species there. Like you just overlooked it, but you know it exists. I don't know. It also gave me Ood, and I'm all about Ood. He oh, he comes yeah. in a long line of the the great Deku tree from you know Legend of Zelda. You've got Groot. You've got the imp. Uh, tree beard from lord of the rings yeah. like like give me more <laughs> give me more sentient trees please <laughs> i am taco tim and i stand fantasy trees i do <laughs> so good oh man yeah i love i love pinnacle base rest in peace pinnacle base the galaxy gun had it coming for you <laughs> but i uh, always like that i like the little bat things with the big teeth oh yeah that fly off I like those. Oh man, this is I concept art gonna... of that bat before. Oh, oh is it? Whoa. Wow, it's in... where's is, where's is that in the back of the? All right, I'm going to Barnes and Noble. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I was like, I don't need to buy it because I've already got the hardback. But the cool thing about the Legends Epic Collection is it's actually got a handful of like these little B stories from Star Wars Tales, and I've been trying to read yeah, some of them. They do. There's this. It, I think it's got the story of um, Luke's hand that has adventures with all of the other severed limbs in star Wars. Is that in there? Yeah. 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 Han tells his kids a bedtime story (laughs) and it's about the adventures of Luke's severed hand with the wampa hand. (laughs) Yeah. It's a wampa hand. You got Panda Baba's arm. (laughs) The emperor's foot. (laughs) Yeah. The emperor's (laughs) foot. So ridiculous. I've been reading some of them. I haven't made my way through all. They're not all on Marvel. They're not all on Comixology Unlimited. Some of them are. It's like, do I want to pay $4 for these things? Just get this. But yeah, I'll go buy it. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to spend $4. I'll spend 40 That's what I need to. Oh, Star Wars. <laughs> so good. All right. Um, one one final question before we throw our, our final retirement party, before we have our toast, and that is this. I have one more big hang-up with this series, and that is like Palpatine's got these acolytes, but he's like, doesn't have the time to train them he's not gonna put in the work to build a sith jedi academy instead he is 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 hoping that you know exar kun is just gonna do that for him with luke's jedi academy so instead at one point you know cedrus has killed the non-believers and then cedrus goes on the mission to you know kidnap the jedi baby to kidnap anakin that doesn't work well so then he's like you know what i'm gonna do yeah i'm just gonna go ahead and give the dark side to a couple of lackeys, a couple of bureaucrats. And he's like, here, you can have the dark side. And then they're like, oh, and then they get that it's actually really deeply unsettling to listen to in the audio drama. The sound of these two lackeys receiving the dark side because Palpatine said so. So I'm going to definitely have some nightmares tonight. Should Palpatine have the ability as a plot point? Should he, Timothy, have the ability to confer the dark side? Is this a Sith force power? Should it be? It is because it's here. But is should it be a Legends force power that you can get bequeath the dark side to your bud? Absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Otherwise, like, like, why not just give it to to everyone? I don't know. Like, is this how Mara got her abilities? Like, how, I don't, I don't like course. it. And he, yeah, he gives it to a favorite. lot of people, right? Like, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but maybe even the shadow, the shadow, uh, what are the droids? Might even have you like, get the dark side. Yeah, you get the dark side. Yeah, everybody get some dark side. Basically. Oh, it's in there. 
if you don't like it or not, it's there. <laughs> okay, so guys, we're gonna send Palpatine off in style. Meg, I think you've got a clip for us. Freddie, I did, I did this, uh, <gasps> did a deep dive Ooh. here. I went back and listened to a little bit of our original Dark Empire roundtable. It was our episode twelve from about a year ago. Well, first of all, we've come a long way with the show. Um, both in terms of you know the production of it all, we've had it for our first author interview. Shout out to John Jackson Miller for blessing us with his presence. That was so great. Um, hopefully, more on the way soon. Things are running smoother, Freddie. I think we've also just gotten better at this. Um, <laughs> I was gonna admit I had had some trouble going back and listening to episode twelve. We were a little oh, slow. Gosh. It was lacking a certain oomph. But we are going to play a clip of the origin of. The Naked Palps meme. Oh, great. Because when we were discussing Dark Empire, I had no intention of this becoming the joke that it has become. <laughs> oh, no. I did not intend for this to become my thing, all right? And I don't want his lack of a thing, because he's got the smooth parts, to be my thing anymore, all right? So we are officially right here. I said that. It happened. Um, we are officially retiring Naked Palps' career, all right? Both... In terms oh, of the fact that in Empire's End, he bites it once and for all. Long story short, Timothy, catch them up. How exactly does Palpatine die? His corpse is deteriorating. His last clone, it's not working out. Yeah, he, he tries to put himself into Anakin Solo, right? Freshly freshly born. And then uh, what? which which what, the brother, the Yasani brother, right? Then like Wait. force pushes him to, to Leia or uh, to winter, something like that. And then it misses. And I, I don't remember exactly how that went down, but basically he missed, he whiffed, right? Yeah. He, so we're going to miss. She, <laughs> he just, she uses, all right. It yeah. had a joyos hops in, doesn't he? Doesn't brand use the force. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. He absorbs him basically. <laughs> And, and contains him in, in his body. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was and, then he, and then he starts to like leak whatever remaining bit of him. And he's like, this, okay. let this be my last sacrifice or something right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is absurd. Yeah. So he needed to get into a fresh young body. And instead, in Joyo's brand is a mess. He's just like half a head. <laughs> There's not much yeah. left for him. And so Palpatine's like, this is not the body I was looking for. And they both die. Palpatine and Brand. Brand, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go and say it. He's the greatest character ever in the history of Star Wars. Ooh. You can quote me on that. Yeah. Mm. Let's all right. We can make a new meme though. All right. You know, hot dog, uh, hot dog hot, Boba Fett. <laughs> hot dog Boba Fett can be our new meme. Heir, heir to the Jedi That's and it. the noodles. That's our our meme. Oh, we'll keep that oh, one. Okay. Meg no. loves it. But I, I, all right, it's going to retire. It's going to be retired. Like I'm trying to get a new job potentially, you know, who knows uh, if I ever try to get a new job, we'll, we'll put it that way. I, I, I got to have a squeaky clean career here. All right, let's just, I, I'm a man of the cloth, naked palps. I, I, sh I shed you from my life. No, no more Freddy. It's over. <laughs> naked palps is gone. No it's more. over. The meme has died. We had a solid year. We had a good year palps. You had a 20 year, 30 year career in legends. 40 year depending on who's counting it's over but first we're going to relive the moment that naked palps became a meme are you ready this is it this is our first reference on the legends look back to palpatine smooth parts let's go 
you know, uh, fans, let us know, uh, listeners, let us know what you think about the art with Dark Empire. It's not hard to Google. It's all over the internet. <laughs> Especially take a look at the art of the, the battle between Luke and Palpatine, specifically nude, slimy <laughs> Palpatine, young Palpatine. Oh, my goodness. I love it so much. Uh, spoiler alert. He has smooth parts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is just a wild ride. Specifically about the art, though, here's what blows my mind, Freddie. Ralph McQuarrie himself said that he was envious of Kennedy's art. Come on. Come on. All right, yeah, yeah. All right, whether or not that's it, we're talking now. We're talking. Uh, Basically, Timothy, I was just talking about, like, all right, the the physics of what was happening here and how he had smooth parts. (laughs) And it became a meme. Um, It happened. So here we are at the end of the show. We've had a fun time. Um, guys, I'd like for us to give Palpatine. He had a, he had a good run, didn't he? You know, um, like the Patriots up here in New England, they've had a good twenty years of dominance in the NFL. It's uh, probably, possibly, come to a, an end. Hopefully, it's come to an end <laughs> from my perspective <laughs> uh, as a Steelers fan. But let's put it this way, Palps, we're going to send him off in style. All right, each one of us is going to offer a toast in Palpatine's honor. Uh, who wants to start us off here? Meg, I want you to participate too. You are going to toast Palpatine oh, if you like it or not. We are going to send off Palpatine in style. Start us off, Freddie. Um, all I have to say is sweet dreams, naked boy. <laughs> is that a sip of sunshine, Freddie? Oh. <laughs> Gorgeous. All right. Tim, you're Timothy, you're up. Though evil exists and sometimes returns in familiar faces, it can always be defeated. Cheers. That was just a little tear shedding from my eyes here. Meg, you're next. Send him off. It's going to happen. It's over. Relish this moment. Goodbye forever. <laughs> yes. And mine is this. All right. Somehow, Palpatine is out of here. That's it. It's over. It happened. Whew. Here's to you, Palps. You had a good run. Here's to Hot Dog Boba Fett. Here's the hot dog Boba Fett. Cheers, guys. Cheers. All right. Um, guys, favorite part. We've had a fun ride to here tonight. We're gonna let Timothy go. I gotta my wife's out of town. I gotta watch, I gotta watch my kids all day tomorrow. And I just got an email that her school is canceled because of snow in late April. So that's great. Um, what was your favorite part of Dark Empire 2? Oh, that's a that's a tough one, honestly. I feel like it takes you for a ride, right? If you have the epic collection, it's going to take you for a ride the entire time. And it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop until it's over. That's it. The whole, the whole thing is fantastic. <laughs> you heard Freddie. It's not going to stop until it's over. <laughs> Nothing is more dark empire than that. <laughs> Timothy. Uh, I loved, I loved the ending of it. Uh, I thought it was beautiful. Um, just watching it all kind of come to a close. Um, and I, I think it's a, I, I understand why it has lived as long as it has in infamy. Like it makes total sense. And as a, a relative legends noob, I am so glad to have read it uh, twice now within a year. Thank you, guys. Oh, man, I'm so... You've read this thing twice within a year. <laughs> oh, yes. <my> God. <laughs> I've, got, I've got influence over you, like yep. like uh, Palpatine has over Zrist, or whatever his, <laughs> uh, <laughs> his little lackey is. 
Uh, I think my favorite part was there was this through line. It was repeated a lot. It was like the refrain. If you're paying attention, um, the, the, the Jedi will rise again. Mm -hmm. The Jedi will rise again. And so it's said by Luke. It's said by like uh, Vima Deboda. It's said by Brand. They're like the Jedi will rise again. And uh, then at the end, Luke and Leia have these competing force visions. So Luke's is Palpatine haunting his nightmares as he's going to do all of ours tonight. But then Leia's is of the of her children, Jason, Jaina, and Anakin becoming full-fledged Jedi Knights, and they're raising their sabers in the air, and they're leading this new Jedi Order, and it comes... I'm getting chill bumps, guys. Oh, I'm getting chill bumps. I love it so much. The image of Leia's hopeful vision. It says a lot about, like believing in the future it says a lot about it, like it, uh, trusting that the next generation that our kids will, will 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 forge a path into a better age it's so wonderful i love it that's my favorite part guys this has been fun timothy thanks for joining us thanks this for week having me. i have really really enjoyed it you are delightful we'll see you for the dark saber round table one of these days perfect i'm so looking forward to it and dark nest part two <laughs> the unseen queen that one's gonna be bad yeah but great because you're gonna join it's us. gonna be fine well next week we've got our friend emma from the cosmic force joining us making her legends look back debut i just hit her up with a handful of legends comics recommendations yesterday and she's already started them and um I cannot wait to hear her get exposed to, <laughs> to she's going to read a little bit of dark empire. I think we're going to get her exposed to some legends, some legends comics. We're going to talk about like what you need to know. The legends comics one Oh one with Emma from the cosmic force. That does it for this week. Thanks for joining us for legends. Look back. Thanks to our incredible patrons who allowed us to be here doing this show tonight. Special thank you to Cheryl bell, Patrick Ortiz and Carl Sander on our, our Jedi High Council to Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Sally, and Chris Eilerson, and your boy Freddie C on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. I finally got the list. I'm so proud of myself, but more proud of you, Freddie, for your dollars. <laughs> um, want to say uh, thank you to everybody who has joined us here in the chat. We've had such a good crew here with us. If it got late for you and you had to dip out, shame on you. I mean, no, thank you. We've enjoyed having you here. Thanks for making your presence known. Remember, if you're listening to this later on audio, you can pop in and listen over here every Thursday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific for our Californians and Northwesterners. I don't know what you call people up there where in Carl's country. But of course, we are on youtube.com slash utini. And we would love to have you here with us. If you'd like your thoughts right on the show, you can email us at legendslookback at utini.com or you can send us a message in the Legends Look Back Discord channel. You can leave a comment on this episode on YouTube or you can find us on Twitter at Legends Look Back. Or more personally, I'm at Jared Q. Mays. Freddie? At Wake Up Freddie. Meg? At Meg Dowell. And Timothy? At underscore T. Guthrie. Excellent. If you are looking to buy some of these books and want to help support the show, such as this Legends Epic Collection from Marvel New Republic Volume 5, look up a book on Utini, click the Amazon link in the profile, or, of course, if you liked this, half as much as we did, or even less than half, you can leave us a review over there on utini.com, a community review. Let us know what you think. 
And remember, of course, keep the Uchini fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom. May the force be with you. This is a Utini broadcast.